0: Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Cady, the Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro from the West Coast. How are you doing today there, Kevin?
1: I am well. How are you?
0: I am great. I'm uh, looking at, I feel like I'm in Oregon right now because we just had like crazy rain. It's saturated and little pools of water everywhere and my plants are super excited. Um, just super holes. excited? Yeah, super excited. It just took all the water because I just planted a whole bunch of things, including some trees. So um, yeah, I was like crossing my fingers that the rain was supposed to come when it did. So uh, everything is probably going to be very happy in the next few days. But I think we're supposed to have like rain for the next seven days. So, I mean, normally I think Oregon is, you know, plenty of rain. So uh, Austin, we're getting our fair share of rain, which normally we're in drought. Kind of season which has been that way for i don't know nine years or something like that so um nine yeah years. so i'm happy for some rain oh and you might just tell you something very exciting i need to share and i'll show on my screen here uh this is pretty awesome let me do an airdrop here because it's very important let's see i've shared this with some of my friends oh And airdrop. Let's see. There we go. Um, I'll just share the little video. Everyone hold on. Hold your horses here. I'm going to get you to see something. Here it is. All right. So can you see that? I can. Okay. So this is a a nest i put about 10 feet above ground okay
1: oh is that owls
0: yes we have three little screech i'll play that one more time three little screech owls in our nest and it looks like some of our mulch and other stuff was put as the base of the nest um there we go um so anyway that was very exciting funny thing is uh beginning of april i saw a screech owl up in the tree and then on another tree is where that nest is and then about april 16th i looked inside really i didn't put my head in it the opening's too small but i took my phone and just started video recording and that's i actually saw the mother on the eggs i assume and um, this other video was done this past week uh, because I had seen the, um, I had, couldn't, I saw the father, I think I'm assuming the father, I could tell by the feathers are different from the one I saw in the nest and the one perched on a tree. Um, but anyway, the screech owl is apparently essentially monogamous for life. But occasionally, um, a lady might have a clutch of eggs and the second lady might bump her out of the nest and then take both clutches for themselves. Oh, um, that's something I read, but, and they tend to stay in the same nest, um, area like for seven, maybe seven years. Um, so these might be an every year thing. Um, there's actually a lot more to the story that is. It's kind of sad and, and inspiring at the same time because um, in 2019, I had a patient I took care of who I helped with anesthesia, um, but uh, had chronic pain issues, let's just say that. And I found out this individual enjoyed uh, making screech nests. So kept his mind off his pain, kept him happier, um, and no one really could help him. So I kept trying to find resources, people for him to go see because I didn't have a place to really see me technically at the time. Um, so it turns out the following year I was trying to send some information. I was pretty excited about some options for him, and then the wife emailed back and said he committed suicide. Mm. So, the first two years of that screech owl nest I put up there, I just didn't assemble it right or construct put it on right because pieces like fell off and it just wasn't a good nest. But last year, finally, I put it together right. And so, um, this is the first like little outlets that have um, happened. And so even though it's a sad story of someone who um, took their own life because of the pain that they're in, they have created something to help uh, other lives get started. So um, every time I look at that nest, it just, I, I think of that individual and um, grateful for that nest and um, learn about nature a little bit. And apparently screech owls are pretty common in the suburbs, um, if you have the right nesting for it. So uh, is
1: the nest, I mean, that it's a box or something and it's just oh, yeah. size for screech owls.
0: Yeah. And, and the inside, he scratched little lines so that the owlets can crawl and grab on from the inside to get back out. Uh-huh. Um, I'm actually going to show you, I happen to take a picture of the tree for purposes of post storm, <laughs> um, here, I'll show you, I'm sure people might be interested and actually I might just send that too. it's just, it's just so much fun, um, to do this, Let's see if this will go. Okay. Sorry. I'm taking a while here y'all, but here we go we all want screen. to see the
1: screech owl nest like how do you make a screech owl nest because i was like thinking if you put it up why? why would a screech owl do it versus uh something else other kind of bird right you know what makes it yeah. special how do they know screech owls only it seems you know shouldn't be that way but
0: yeah um though the size of the opening i think is kind of important um here is this is where the nest half the tree is gone But you can see, you know, you don't see the ground down here, but it's probably about 10 10 to 12 feet up. Um, And there's an opening to the right. You'll see the little kind of like a little overhang. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a really bad storm, lots of winds too last night. But those two panels in the bottom are the ones that fell out before. So I'm just like bracing that they're still stable, but I think they're okay. So, yeah, that's there on the inside is a whole bunch of lines on every wall. Um, so that they can climb up and then, um, let's see what else here. I'm going to show you this other one. And this is the mother from what I can tell. Uh, there it is. So. Was that so, your, and they're hmm? just like chilling while you're like ripping is the top off of that or what? like no i just went into the hole in front oh okay so it still has the lid on or whatever yeah so you're like oh i don't
1: here's that weird human again
0: yeah so imagine it's just my phone the top part of my phone is sliding in there yeah it's not me um and then this is the uh father uh at least that's my suspicion Oh, look at that. And they're only about eight to 10 inches tall. Um, And I'm going to show you the side view. And I can tell by the side view that this is, um, it seems like a different, so it looks like the male uh, or just the, a different owl. So that one is the one that's protecting. It was Mm -hmm. on a totally different tree. And I think she was on the inside. I did these on different days, so I can't definitively say that, but I'm pretty sure so anyway lots of fun with the uh, scene screech owls i'm literally in my sunroom and i could see my little hummingbird feeder and there's always two little hummingbirds like chasing each other and feeding off there and then i could see the owl nest clearly and then i've got my squirrel proof bird feeder and i've got red cardinals and um a whole bunch of other little finches and stuff so yeah it's my little oasis to get away oh, yeah. that's cool that's super cool yeah so that's my exciting thing for the past week. So
1: yeah, that's pretty exciting. pretty exciting. I
0: know. You know, I I love the animal thing. But how about you? How was your last week? Uh,
1: well, as we kind of talked about before we got on, um, yeah. I was out last weekend. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. Probably did. Oh no, I did talk about this. Like losing hobbies. I can't. We did an episode yeah. on this, right? So I'm trying to find new hobbies. And the one I got all hot and bothered by, was a a new sport called wing foiling, where they have this inflatable wing that you hold and then you stand on this board and then there's these uh, basically hydrofoils and they're sticking them on everything now, like everything, like it's insane. Hmm. And uh, I saw this last fall and I'm like, that looks cool. So (laughs) I took my first lessons and so um, went with my kids, which was even better because they were with me. And we went for a weekend down to a lake in mid-southern Oregon and took lessons and we winged and we foiled, but we did not wing foil because you kind of have to use, learn both, like you want to learn how to use the wings. So they stuck us on these big stand-up boards with a, um, with a big keel, a big, they call it a dagger board so that you can actually sail on these things. And then the second day we did on the foil where they put us told us behind jet skis and you're. It's a bigger board, not as big as obviously the stand-up board, but pretty big. And you're just trying to get used to being on foil because it's a very different experience. Like I used to water ski when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I single skied. And you know, you're putting all this tension as you get up and and you don't do that. <laughs> like because once once you're up on it's like this the foil uh literally lifts the bowl. It's a hydrofoil is basically an airline wing underwater. And so the principles are exactly the same where air is a a fluid, right? Water is a fluid. And so it generates lift. And so all of a sudden you're going, 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 and then you kind of tilt your weight back a little bit, kind of steer the wing, and then you go up. And then the whole point is being able to maintain that. So little teeny motions that you have can get kind of kooky. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I got it pretty good on my knees and then I stood a couple times, but it is definitely a different, it's different because you're not, you know, even the carving, like I snow skied and you're, you have to put very, very gentle weight on this thing.
0: Very small. So
1: like everything, what looks super easy and they make it look easy in the videos is not that easy, which kind of makes me laugh because everybody you see all the, everybody what everybody writes is how hard it is but every you post when everybody posts the videos it's just looks so easy yeah. is sort of like the state of social social media but anyway it was super fun yeah. really enjoyed it and uh i'm gonna go take some more lessons actually in in june and i'm hoping to do some in july and then i have more scheduled in august different places but yeah
0: so small changes make big changes from what you're saying
1: well, I, I would say anytime you learn something new, it's a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, it.
1: it's freaking hard, man. Like that's the that's the thing that.
0: Uh, and then like, like, oh, yeah, we're God. live this on the beginning
1: here. stuff. Sucks, right? It, I just want to be gliding around like all those videos, but it it is freaking work. Yeah. And they got the people who, the, the people, the instructors there are like super, super awesome at wind sports. Like they've been doing it literally all their lives. Yeah. Their dad was a instruct windsurf instructor, and they live on this lake. And, um, but massive. they were telling me about how they're, they're trying to learn something new, which is mm-hmm. called uh downwind uh, standup paddle boring. And mm-hmm. if you guys Google that, it's really cool too. You're on these, the standup boards, they, you know, the technology is just, it, everything's crazy. It's so fast now. And they're making these really narrow stand-up boards. And people, um, you get, well, they call it a, like a downwind, these downwind trips, and they get going downwind and they ride the swells for miles, like in miles and miles. There's these videos that you can find of people out in Hawaii, and they are in the middle of freaking nowhere on these boards, just. Wow. And then they, uh, you know, you start losing some momentum and they'll pump and you do this kind of pumpy motion to, to generate more lift with a wing and they'll up and just glide, glide, glide. And they will go for ever. And anyway, the, uh, the instructors are trying to learn that. And they're like, but nobody really is. That hasn't evolved as everything else. And so a lot of people are just sort of, they're just doing trial yeah. and error to learn this stuff. Yeah. And they were like, you know, this is, it, it just reminds me this is what they said. It's like, it just reminds us how challenging it is to be a beginner in things because being beginner is really hard it's just hard but yeah it's fun
0: i'd be worried about being bait in the middle of the ocean
1: yeah shark attacks are pretty low i would think about that too because i was a child of the jaws era and scarred horribly by that movie um and yeah it was odd my son was talking about that he doesn't like being in open water and i'm and i don't think he's ever watched jaws but he he can freak himself out just in the middle of a lake it's still possible like Freshwater lake, unless you're in South. Oh America, no, not talking about lake. Sharks. I'm oh, talking about the okay. middle of
0: Hawaii. I'm oh, talk-
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Well,
1: here's something. So when we moved to San Diego, literally when we moved when we moved within the first year, there were three shark attacks. Three. I'm pretty sure it was three. And one was a guy, he died who they would swim La Jolla shores. They were these kind of off-beach swimmers. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then the first year we moved to Oregon. There was a shark attack then, so they're probably tracking us. Hmm. And, and there was a guy. got, got was it a tiger the tiger shark? shark was it? No, a tiger these are great whites. These are great oh, whites. Oh, great
0: whites. Yeah, wow. because
1: we have a bunch of great whites. Great whites are apparently everywhere. Like once they tagged them, they're like everywhere in the Pacific. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. Um, anyway, I think about the sharks. Even though you're much more statistically likely to die in a heart attack or die in a car accident, yeah. probably by a heart attack probably getting by getting struck by lightning as compared to an yeah. actual shark attack but yeah it does weird weird uh, i know.
0: just saw some article of these two kids it was like they are playing in the backyard and there wasn't even a storm going on they just had there was a random strike of lightning and it charred their charred his legs he's you know in the icu like it's super sad yeah uh, yeah i mean you didn't even see anything coming <laughs> yeah all
1: that's a reminder is that in any moment in time i do think about this a lot is everything that your life can change in an instant, Absolutely. And so there's this, I should probably do an episode on this sometime. There's this fine balance of trying to anticipate and prepare for a future. You know, like this is the future I want. At the same time, not neglecting the present that you're in because there's absolutely no guarantee that you're going to have that future. Yeah. So, you know, and if you're all completely hedonic and you're like, I'm just going to live life now. Well, then when you get to your future self, your life can be pretty crappy and unprepared probably possibly. Yeah. yeah. And then the same token, if you're like, all this is probably the danger for me is you're so far out in the future all the time and you forget where you are now, you know, you may never get that future. I think I've talked about it on an episode about the yeah. pediatrician who had um, diagnosed with lung cancer, like the year before he retired. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was small. So it was really aggressive and yeah. Anyway, it's just like, damn, that's uh, the balancing act of living, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That life is not always kind. Um, no,
1: you never know. You never
0: know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, um, on the change position, we always do Saturday salutations, not just chat about things or uh, fun things or realizations about things, but we like to share what's happened in the podcast recently Um, in this past week. Let me pull up. Let's see. We are currently at on the 13th of May and we had a, Physician versus AI or or artificial intelligence. For those of you that don't know what AI is, uh, versus AI chat bots. We did a little chat about the chat bots and um, how they compared to physicians and sense of empathy and. Uh, I, I guess I'll let uh, Kevin make a comment about that. Any comments?
1: Uh, just the chat. The the AI. It was basically those those AI is coming
0: coming yeah it's you notice coming. everything now with keywords like all the emails and the newsletters or some kind of like some article is referencing how ai is going to impact this or that have you noticed it, that? And
1: what's super interesting is almost all of them are going to be wrong you know what's because yeah any sort of interve- in, new invention that comes in generally most of us don't predict it well right
0: yeah
1: and uh but it's gonna, I mean, this is it's is revolutionary and it's gonna change everything. We just don't know exactly how it's gonna change yet.
0: It just it's downsides right now have to be tweaked, is what I think. The the yeah. the occasional context of the information that may not be perfectly oh, yeah.
1: I mean, like anything, there's gonna be some things that it's gonna break some things along the way. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. But
0: yes, trial like being the first, like we talked yeah. about just a little while ago. Um so thursday we had a thursday throwback uh it was lamia i think wasn't it yeah lamia yeah. bork um, yeah. talking about the big picture with locum work so that was i gotta get her back person. on because
1: it's been a long time and i'm and she's yeah i think she's still doing locums and doing really well so get on that become, kevin i should do all yeah i should get on that <laughs> <laughs> Plus it's just fun. I, 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 she's fun to talk to. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah, she's really that's, nice. That's really comes cool is who's fun to talk to and who do we enjoy talking to? That's really key.
0: Isn't that funny? Like, and <laughs> I think about just like you think about your work environment, like that's really important. I mean, the work you important. do is important, but if you're around surrounded by the wrong kind of people or mean people, or just, you know, not any substance to them or. Well, and whatever. do you think like,
1: um, because we're not mean, obviously. We're super cool. We hang out together, right? And it's not, it doesn't make us biased mean, in any way. Right? Yeah, we can be mean. mean, but we're not generally mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. So the people that we perceive as mean and jerky, and others perceive it. So it's not just like an individual thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't know, this is a hypothetical. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Do you, I, I must mean and jerky people must hang out together. And like, what would, what does that gotta be like? So
0: I don't know. No here's here, and
1: I, and we're not a political thing, but but anybody, like yeah. I hate Trump, and I think he's he's i mean, i I all I can look at this dude and say, I would never want him to be at my house. i yeah. want him, wouldn't be able he's 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 just scummy, like you couldn't trust him to like be in your house and not steal something literally,
0: yeah, so, but but ha- some oh, sorry, go ahead I
1: was gonna say, but people hang out with him. so I know, and then you look at the company you, you keep, so are they all that kind of backstabby? me 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 all the time because um
0: i you know i don't think so i think people perceive him i mean I have well, i'm not to, I, I used him as an example but i am no, just i know like, but i'm thinking of that as an example like i know some really nice kind people that somehow their view of him is i don't know because it's a position of power well, or... but,
1: but are they hanging out with him? I guess that's the, that's the kind of the no. key differentiator, because this is not a perception of like, you know, oh, well, Trump is a savior. Trump is the devil. It's the people who hang out with Trump like yeah. and and not. OK, let's just take Trump out of the picture because that's too charging. Yeah, yeah. If you have somebody who has screwed his um, vendors multiple times that has demonstrated repeatedly that that what is what he says is not what he's going to do that attacks people that when someone shows any sort of semblance of not doing what he thinks or she thinks uh attacks them as being disloyal or whatever people in that kind of environment like what what, like what's that kind of friend dynamic you know because do do are the other people in that kind of social environment Like my suspicion is if you know, we you kind of hang around the people that are similar like you. And if you tolerate that kind of behavior, then you're probably that type of behavior. And that just seems pretty miserable to me because it's almost like a pit of sharks. And as soon as one person shows blood, instead of being in like a community where you're like helping each other out, then they would just tear them to shreds. So I almost I, feel like that would happen more with work situations than Well can in a work like a bad work environment, right? So you oh, yeah. like a, a bad I've work environment that can cuz you drive away the people that aren't of that cloth. of that cloth and then you yeah. get anyway, it just um so it's just weird like what if and I I like, if you're in that and this is what the kind of environment you're in, but you know, it's like I'm just really curious as like what's that view like how well, do you do you like it or i don't know it's just weird
0: it is funny you said that cuz it's i had this conversation uh, not too long ago but just if you i mean say that work environment is becoming toxic or something and there's a certain amount of time people that are not of that mindset and want some genuine kind environment there's a point where they they just, they won't take any more of it. They can't tolerate it anymore. And everyone has a different, maybe it's because oh, they're waiting so, for the. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's jumping the next thing, waiting for the next thing, or um they're just so dependent on that income and it's so much more money they can make elsewhere. Who knows? But obviously everyone leaves at different points if this is just like not conducive to healthy environments. Um, But the snakes, it almost like, it's like snakes kind of congregate together. But like you said, if one lashes out on one other. And like, it, they're not really supporting each other at all. And I trying to imagine what that's like to be, you know, around snakes around snakes, like, how can that be beneficial? I, I don't know if they know any different, maybe they it resonates with them that behavior, because they're like that. I don't know how to describe that.
1: Yeah, we're probably um, being unfair to snakes in this. You know? well yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it just obviously snakes are it, probably
1: not that bad
0: but. yeah i mean I, trust me i i mean i i i spent time taking care of snakes and and being fine with snakes obviously not the ones that are going to kill me um you know earlier on in my life but yeah i think we just use that as a, a phrase um, yeah i know i'm
1: i'm, I'm kidding with yeah
0: you. a metaphor for yeah maybe not but it is it before. is
1: it is pretty interesting I, I there's um that you have you seen that stuff on sociopathy and uh and and behavior so there's a like one in i say one in a hundred people uh have um psychopathic tendencies like psychopath where they have lack of empathy and then they're you know, they can, they model emotions because they don't necessarily feel the same emotions. And they're really yeah. good at gaining trust. Like Ted Bundy was a, was a psychopath mm-hmm. and there, um, there was a couple of studies that came out and some guy wrote a book about this stuff that like in the general population, maybe it's one in a thousand, but then when you start getting into C-suites, it's like less than one in a hundred. Yeah. And, and I, I kind of look at this from an evolutionary standpoint, cause there's this kind of like the game theory thing of if you're all trusting 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 for the group is good but if you are some if you're an outlier in the group and then you and then you're okay with taking advantage of the group you can actually propel yourself greatly like ahead so maybe we're getting just a connection of i don't know but it just seems like if you're a psychopath and then your friends are all psychopaths i I don't know it doesn't sound fun but I'm not a psychopath, I don't think. <laughs> so anyway, it's it's so if you're a psychopath and you have an incident in this, let us know because I'd be really, really curious to talk to you about what your dynamics are like. Like how do you function in society and stuff?
0: Yeah, or, or is it just those players in your life are you all are serving to help each other propel each other forward and you really don't care about each other and you just serve that external purpose well if you're a
1: psychopath and you have like no emotion like you really don't feel any shame you can do whatever the hell you want you know yeah. and uh we're not giving in, you
0: permission we're just we're saying, not getting like, yeah we're
1: not getting well society in general frowns upon that but i mean in, yeah. in within the boundaries of the law it becomes very easy when you are not confined by social restraint you know yeah um yeah it's i don't know that's I don't know how I got on this, piece. it's what sort of interesting to me. It is, it is very gone interesting. from
0: owls to psychopathy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Was,
0: <laughs> well, they're different kinds of uh, predators. So, yeah. I guess we could... <laughs> <laughs> well, any if there's nothing else said, uh, maybe- no, I think we should that
1: cut, cut that off because people are yeah. like, well, you guys are crazy.
0: So. Cuckoo. <laughs> the not the cuckoo's nest go ahead <laughs> right.
1: well thank you all for joining us for another saturday salutations as always we are here most saturdays or sundays unless we're off doing something fun uh if you are interested in joining part the community you can do so at the and until next time stay well